Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. We've hit a milestone number with episode 10, but in case you forgot the name, I'm going to say it again. I'm a cat's name, Ryan. He's a Hall of Fame dog named Brian, and this is a very special, very sequential, monumental, sentimental, non-judgmental episode of the Oh You Didn't Know show. Dog, hello, hello, welcome. Ryan Katz, you use your tongue prettier than a 20 dog. Anyway, hey, uh, <laughs> I was trying to get like a Muppet show feeling. What a great life. This is you didn't know. I took it in a completely different direction, and I apologize for that. <laughs> well, no, uh, we can go. You went Yeah, the well, welcome, uh, welcome, welcome, Ryan. Welcome yep. you first. Yeah, we're um, back at it again. This is a huge show for me. Um, big. It's a, we've got a really big show for you, but, but it really is. It's, it's, uh, very p- personable to me. Uh, for a lot of reasons, I've been I've been kind of chomping at the bit to do this episode, um, and so Ryan, I don't want to step on your toes because you're the yeah, man big. who knows how it goes. So do the dang thing and introduce my boy, Blue Chew Big, talking promo code dog big, pumped Whoa. up veins out and throbbing big promo code dog big, <laughs> dog. savings on your mortgage with Conrad big because this guest is built like a house and back in my day we would say a brick shit house Whoa. but he's the 10 time WWF tag team champion 1999 king of the ring, 2 time hardcore champion and intercontinental champion WWE Tag Team Champion and a class of 2019 WWE Hall of Famer, not to mention current ADA. Oh, I'm going to botch it. Not to mention current AEW coach and competitor plus spokesperson for BPI Sports and their gunpowder supplement. He's also your friend, your pal, confidant, buddy, comrade, and chum, your tag team partner, in the new age outlaws the badass billy gun wow <laughs> Jeez, holy cow i told you i actually got blown up listening yeah i mean my like, tongue and i love twisted. the Muppet reference because i feel like me and brian are like the two old dudes in the oh, yeah. that are absolutely yeah. gonna rip each other apart <laughs> Total Statler and Waldorf. Yes, Statler and Waldorf. I'm going to make fun of him. (laughs) (laughs) These kids are going too fast. They don't sell nothing. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming on the show. It's good to have you. I know you're busy. There's tons going on. So we appreciate you being a part of it. Hey, thanks for having me on here, being as your first five episodes were about me. You might as well, uh, you might as well have me on, right? Well, yeah, that's what we thought we'd do. That's what it's about, yeah, right? we would We would save the best for last. And, Billy, oh. you're the best. Oh, and you, so, you know, you're the best. No. Like, I, every time me and Brian get together, I ask him the same thing. I said, dude, I am on every episode. Do you think you can have me on? <laughs> he has you're, asked me. He has asked me several times yet. to be on here. And I, no, no, not yet. Hey, and then to be quite honest, they told me we had a special guest last week, and uh, I didn't know who it was. And then they told me <laughs> it's Billy. 
that's I thought he I was just building up suspense yeah, and anticipation, yeah, and no, we get off. And it was like, a, no, really, who? Seriously, I don't know who was the guest, and so uh, it was perfect timing. Then we started having to dig because look, you guys are uh, going crazy right now, Billy. The schedule um, and the, on top of the the job you have, you're also a performer with AEW. Like, uh, what what's where are you at right now in your head? Uh, and not just with not just with wrestling, but with life. You know what I mean? I wanted to just shoot the breeze for a second and let people so get really, to know. I'm, so we you. just got done doing a week in Vegas. We had TV's pay-per-view. Um, I am now in L.A. Um, my headspace is pretty good. I mean, I am. I mean, it, it really it can't get any better. I mean. Not just because you're on here, but I've, I've gotten to go back out on the road with you. I get to hang out with my kids and work with them every day. I get to work with a company that's a lot of fun in AEW. Um, my life, my, you know, my wife is good. I am good. Everything that I'm doing is, you know, I'm just lucky to be um, doing what I'm doing and still being able to do it. And, it, and I'm, I'm like, I can't, like, it doesn't get any better. I mean, yeah. it really does it. Yeah. And, and I mean, look. If we want to break it down, I'm break it down. If we want to really get, get get down to it, we're lucky to be sitting here uh, uh, above yeah. the ground. <laughs> that's what Very I meant much. by that. And so, so when you when you start there, that's your baseline, and you go, okay, let me look around and see how things are. And then you look around and you see, I'm gainfully employed. I'm doing what I love to do, and I'm doing it with my children, man. Like, it, you're right. It don't get no better than that. And I've told this story several times on here, but I got to, uh, you know, induct my father into the Hall of Fame. I got to work on a, on a pay-per-view with my dad, and it was really special uh, or a special part of, of our, our relationship. And so I can only imagine what you guys are going through. And and I want to I want to hear from the boys later. We're going to hear from them in a little yeah. while also, um, because I want to get down to I want to I want people to get to know you a little bit. And I don't know how many of these you've done. But but look, if they know you like I knew you, they'd love you as much as as, as I love you. And I think they love you anyway. But what I want to do is get to know you a little bit and, and, and let the fans get to know you a little bit. And then we'll dig down into some uh, some questions about our career together and stuff. Yeah. But, no, but I think, you know, go ahead. I think right now it's, you know, I'm, and I'm having fun coaching. The thing is, I think I'm just maybe just a little still rough on the outside. And it's not, it's not, I don't think people know how to take me because I'm very, uh, what is the word? Like, I don't. An a-hole. Do, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, don't okay do cool. this, I don't do this job to, to, I have a passion. Like, I love this job. I don't know where to go. Like, I love this job. I love what I do. I love helping people. I love, I feel I have a wealth of knowledge. I don't know everything, but I know some things and I know things that work and don't work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I, I'm not here to pet you. I'm not here to, you know, to, I'm here to make you better. If you'll listen to me, I will make you better. I promise you that. Hey, so I hey, think but not, not just like, listen. They have to implement your advice, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have to, to utilize think, that. These, these younger kids don't understand where I'm coming from. I'm not like, yeah, I'll be your friend and stuff, but let me be your coach first. And it's not that I'm trying to tear you down. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to make you better. So you need to, like, I don't know how to say this without just – completely being a jerky but <laughs> it's it's like i feel they just want me to go oh you're really good yes that's really good. yes of course okay that's, it's heck, not, that's what i want nothing, too you know <laughs> but that's nothing, not going to help me yeah nothing you just did was good like yeah. <laughs> like 
Yeah. Let's let's structure what you can do to make it good. You're just literally going out there and just unloading your gun at nothing. Like yeah. You're yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. With with no thought about uh, you know, or the, oh, they'll pop here. Well, you hope they do. You know what I mean? <laughs> if the, what if they don't? Are you done? Yeah. And yeah, so, look, Billy, we saw your your uh, and it might have been amplified a little bit, but we saw your coaching uh, skills on tough enough. Is <laughs> did, did you do you take? I mean, is that you when you're coaching these kids? I know you're very passionate, and I know you get to them, um, and and you want them to listen to you. But is are you that hard on them, or was that I for am, TV? I am when they get me to that point. Like okay. I'm not, I'm not that from the get go. But when I tell you the same thing two or three times, I really don't want to say it twice the same way. But yeah. I will because maybe you just didn't hear it for a few times. But I am. I was like when you saw me on on Tough Enough. Yeah, I was at my breaking point and I was over people not listening. Like I did Tough Enough, and it was it was it's a show. Yeah. Like okay, it's a show, but you're coming into what I do for a living. You don't. It's not. It's not put on. It's not fake. It's not. Yeah. You know, you're not just coming in here to win 250 grand and a and a chance for a contract. That's you know, you have to earn it. Yeah. You still, like I did it. You did it. <laughs> like it's like, the same. Okay. And and really, it was a television show, tough enough. But this is the same. This is real life. These kids have a contract, but they ain't done nothing yet. They've just no. gotten a contract. When I say these kids, I mean the younger guys. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about the the uh, the top tier or even some of the mid card guys, but but like the real young guys who have just signed a contract and yeah, you're under contract and what you've been doing got you here, but now you're at the, you're at a different level. And so yeah. you have to now be open. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. you, st- now you learn how to work and how yeah, to get over. Exactly. And if you're not well, yeah, going to leave your ears open and, and your mouth shut, then you're not going to go, you know, get very far. But yeah. And, and, but I feel for me, coaching is I have to, you one, you have to trust me that I'm not going to send you in a direction <laughs> that you're not comfortable with. Yeah. Two, you have to, we have to build some kind of relationship, not best friend relationship, but that relationship where, and I think not to go back to it, but I think the perfect example of that was the beautiful people when we were in TNA, yeah. like the girls totally trusted me. Like without, it didn't matter what I said, they would do it. They would do but it. They knew for a fact that I would not send them in a place where they were uncomfortable. Yeah. They would not, I would not send them in a place that I did not think it wouldn't work. So I think for me, that's a perfect example of coach student. Yeah. Like, and, but these, like, I feel everybody know, like they think they know, <laughs> they know everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm, I, and well, I'm stupid and don't know anything. I always feel like I saw you had a great relationship with Baron Corbin, who always seemed to take guidance and tutelage. Yeah. And we're now seeing him climb the ranks. Yes. So I'm not, I'm, I'm just for everybody that, that was kind of the one that sticks out. Yes. Corbin was, he, he, like, he was I'm coachable. A, like everybody knows that I'm not a big NFL guy because they just come in entitled and they don't want to learn and they don't have a passion. I'm just going to give you money to do this. And they go, okay, you mean I don't have to work, but, but Tom was a different animal. He was, he wanted to learn this and he couldn't get enough. You saw, it was like every time after class, he would come, Hey, can we stay? We just, we just do that. And I have no problem. I'll stay as long as, but it's not a thing that, that you're going to just come to me just because that's the thing that everybody wants to see you do. Like, I feel sometimes that's a thing like, Hey, you have all these guys around, especially at AEW. We have a bunch of coaches that are bar none, the best in the business. 
but it's nobody uses it. Yeah. Nobody like, Hey, I want to do this job. And you guys, me, Arn, Dean, BJ, you know, most of the guys like they've been there. So, Hey, how did you get there? <laughs> but hey it's a, it's not just the wrestling it's society you know what i mean like it's yeah. i don't have to ask for help i shouldn't ask for help it might make me weak which is uh old and bullcrap you know we we all know that now as we got older but the other thing is they 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 do everything for themselves they don't have to ask me directions because they can type it up on their phone they don't have to ask how I did it because they watched it on TV. Now they know how to do it. Well, it's, yeah. it's just different and they got to keep their minds open. And, but, but look, that's a bigger problem with society that I don't think we're going to, we're going to solve uh, yeah, no. t- today on this thing. But, but I understand the frustration for sure yeah. is because you'll tell a guy and look, sometimes in the WWE, when I was producing before I started writing and everything, I would be working with a talent and, and just like you said, you tell them something and they go, oh, yeah, that's cool. And they come back and I go, yeah, you didn't do that. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I forgot. You know what I mean? And if, if you're going to do that every time, then I'm not going to help you. I'm not helping you so that I can get famous. You know what I mean? Like, I've been yeah. there, done that. I'm trying to help you get over. And if you get over, you make more money. And hence, everybody makes more money because the yeah. houses start getting great. And like, exactly. I don't know, man. I don't know what they don't understand. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's. That's it, dude. That's what I got hired for is to help you. But if you don't, if you don't, I can't force you. I'm not going to hunt you down to ask you to need some help. <laughs> yeah. Gee, like I'm there ready and willing anytime. Like grab me. You can just grab me and talk and, and ask me anything you want. So, I so Billy, that. so far you and I have just sounded like two old guys. That Statler are and Waldorf. And, yes, totally Statler and Waldorf. Um, yeah, so it was a great, not, great topic so up top. Yeah, like, no, I, I know, I know you are. I'm just kidding. No, so, so. But, but it is, it is kind of it. both of us going like, yeah, if they would just do this and listen, like, and so, 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 look, it's, it well, is part of that. What works? Yeah, like, I that's know all. what's going to work. Like ninety, ninety-five percent of the time, yeah. I know exactly what's going to work, where they're going to go. Especially if you have a story. If you have a good story and you're oh, trying yeah. to insert stuff just to look cool, okay, let's just forget about the story that everybody's into right. to do cool stuff like that. And and I promise you, the people will get out every single time and now you're trying to run them back down yeah. and trying to run down a crowd is the absolute worst thing <laughs> ever. Why I do you not, if I can keep them from the start, why not keep them to the end? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with you and drag them along. And so look, yeah. sometimes it feels like you're dragging them along, but sometimes uh, you, you can orchestrate the match or you can feel it out there. And I feel like that, you know, that's something that's gone by the wayside too, but I feel like they should, I don't know. They got to look their reps now. Their reps they're getting now are on Monday or Tuesday, whenever your show's on Wednesday and Friday um, uh, on live television. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's the that's the rep they're getting they're, they're It's 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 very hard. And it took me a look. I'm sitting here now, 53 years old, uh, fat as a, a fish batter. And, and now I know a lot about wrestling. But when I was coming up, I didn't know crap either. Billy, we, we could do this all day long. I want to ask you, because I, I don't know I don't know if I know the answer to this. I know partial of the answer, but I want to hear you tell us. How did you, who trained you and how did you get in the business? Like, where did that all come from? So, Ron and Don Harris introduced me to the business. They, I was working at a gym. They had asked if I wanted to go train with them one day, and I laughed at them and went, <laughs> no, no. Why would, why would I want to do that? Um 
But I went one day and those two beat the life out of me for about two hours. And and I was I was hooked. (laughs) I don't know why. No, I I love it. I love it. Somebody asked me this the other day. They go, what's the difference between back then training and now? Well, anybody and their brother can get in it now and they don't have any repercussions to what they do. Like back then, you got the life beat out. <laughs> like they didn't just they didn't just go, okay, here's how you lock up. They kicked the light, they stretch you and do all kinds of stuff and beat you up. <laughs> and you're going, Why why is the how why is this building falling down on me? This is this isn't even close to what I've seen on yeah, TV. This, this but I think that that just like I was intrigued. Plus you know, they kind of told me, they said, hey, you're, you know, you're athletic, you're, you have a good personality. This is kind of just built around you. If you just, just some things you need to work on, like we all do. Yeah. And I loved it and then couldn't get enough of it and hooked up with Bart. And then just me and him just, you know, well, he beat me up too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said you had a good personality. You're definitely the one with the nice ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so let's yeah. not say yeah. you're the one with the good yeah. personality. Well, that got um, me where I am. But <laughs> things are heating up, so it's a perfect time to cool things off and introduce our new sponsor, Chili Sleep. Do you sleep hot? Like sweat a lot? Have trouble regulating your temperature at night? Well, science tells us that the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering core body temperature. Temperature-controlled sleep repairs muscles after a hard day's work and improves cognitive, that's brain function, so you can always start your day feeling sharp and alert. This is where Chili Sleep comes in and can help you out. Chili Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Right. Chili Sleep, yeah, man, I'm I'm telling you, man. Have you you had an opportunity to sleep on yours? I have. I I have. And and it has made a difference. It's a a ton of difference. Go ahead. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, no, it's cool because we both got to sleep on not in the same bed. (laughs) We both (laughs) got to sleep. It would have been really warm then, right? (laughs) The Uller. And they also have something called the Cube Sleep System. And these are hydro-powered. That's water-powered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers. And they fit over your existing mattress to uh, to provide you with ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. And these sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chilly sleep can help make that happen. And for an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket, the only weighted blanket that can be also paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. All right, you brought it up. I've Bro. slept on it. It, it. It's it's amazing. When I sleep, I normally like to be covered by a comforter. I I, yeah. I, I do sleep hot, but I still just like to be wrapped. It's something that I, yeah, I like. I sleep, I sleep hot like 40 foxes in a wool sock. You know what I mean? Like hot, like there's a heat going on under there. And so th- this made, the uh, uh, chili sleep made me a chili dog. And that is one of my favorite meals. Uh, tell you the truth, I- I'm not lying. I won't sleep another night without it. And that's that's just the truth. Maybe when it's uh, 
winter time maybe so <laughs> my first night sleeping on it i went through some instructions and i went to the oh just try it out at this and i went to like yeah. i think 64 degrees and i was like it's cool it's cool but yeah. not enough my wife said to me she checked some forums read some <laughs> user reviews and they were like no try 60 degrees maybe even yeah 59 all the way degrees. down That's i went all the way down yeah. And as someone who generally wakes up in the middle of the night, I found that's where I'm doing well is yeah. I'm sleeping through the night and that's what's awesome. Yeah, well, I'm still old and have to get up and pee 37 times um, and then stand there for like an hour each time. Um, I don't know how that math works out. That's some Steiner math. Um, but look, chili sleep made me a chili dog and I'm so <laughs> thankful uh, because... When I lay down at night, I can now not be 40 foxes in a wool sock. I'm like sleeping on a on a ice cream cone. Like Ooh. what we have to say, head on over to chillysleep.com slash dog to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for Oh You Didn't Know It Road Dog listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash dog d-o-double-g to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day chillysleep.com slash dog and you're gonna get that discount uh i mean that's pretty incredible and i'm yeah, finding yeah, it was awesome it really we was tend to help like, people in the bedroom we're very yeah, giving yes we are giving we help people like in you the should bedroom. be in the bedroom <laughs> And if you're not down with that, we got two uh, words yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. Those that should probably take place in the bedroom as well. Speaking of Bart, where, did he come into training with you, or or were you guys friends, or where'd that come about? Yeah, so me and him met each other at a school that nobody went to. Um, when because Ron and Don were working the Memphis and Nashville and all those the law, all that territory at the yeah. time, so they were never. And I was still living in Florida, and they just happened to come home because their mom still lived there. Yeah, so. That's how we ran into each other. And I knew them from school and stuff, but um, I didn't have anywhere to go. And they said, hey, um, um, Eddie Mansfield has a yep. school that nobody really goes to, but there's a ring that you can kind of mess around in and he might show up once in a while. But just so happened, me and Bart happened to go there at the same time and we introduced each other to each other. And then we looked around and went, um, who's here supposed to train us? <laughs> Like, like, is there somebody going to train us or do we just do? So nobody would ever show up, but we had a little building and we had a ring. So me and him set up a TV and started watching and then would do it to each other. Yeah. Now, that is the biggest mistake of all time because you have two guys that don't have a clue. And we're just trying to run a spot. Absolutely killing each other. Like, don't have it. And then um, – um, we just happened to run into Blackjack Mulligan. He kind of took us under his wing, and then we just started. We started doing some stuff at Universal. We were just kind of a natural fit because we both didn't like at the learn learning at the same time. And we and I was already, you know, when we did the cowboy thing, I was that my whole entire life. So it was easy character wise because I didn't have to work on that yeah. because I was that. It was the wrestling part and trying to mesh both of those together that was the hard part yeah. to kind of get together. Yeah, how how is uh how's and and Ryan if I'm going off no, you know just good, how is uh how's Bart doing? He's good. 
Yeah. He do you stay in touch with him a lot? His business. He was a master electrician out at the Cape before he started wrestling. Okay. And when he was done with Japan and everything and said, Hey, I had enough. He just went and redid all his certifications. Yeah. And now he's a lead guy out there again and happy and, and, um, good. Yeah. Good for him, man. Good for him. Hey, look, Mark was always such a nice guy that I didn't know I was supposed to be scared of until I saw him in tough enough or whatever that thing was about brawl for balls or whatever it was. But uh, then I learned like, oh, okay, so be really nice to him. (laughs) He will will knock you out. Nice to him. You mentioned being a cowboy was who you were. Talk to me about your rodeo background, because not a lot of people actually know about rodeo as a sport. Obviously, something you took a little bit seriously. Yeah, my, my dad um, always had horses and stuff, and I rode horses and trained horses. And then um, I just started – for some reason, I just was always into this bull riding thing. So I did it as a little kid. I went to high school and did it. I had one college scholarship and had about 20 football scholarships, and I – but at the time when I was talking to my dad about what to do, he just says, Hey, you have to do what makes you happy. You don't do, don't go play football. If it was just, you know, not in your heart to do. I mean, that sounds very cliche, I guess, but, but he goes, you have to live with what you're doing. So I had one rodeo scholarship to Sam and I went and did that and then went out to California to turn pro for a little while. And then it just, it got to be where, and so I rode, rode bulls the first half of my life and then wrestled the second half. Of my life. <laughs> so, so, uh, how come, how can your body possibly be still healthy? <laughs> you literally rode bulls and then fought Bradshaw and, uh, and Ron Simmons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. like, how are you still upright? I know how you're still erect. <laughs> Blue chew. Uh, so so I, re- <laughs> I remember when when I first got there, you and Bart had been there a while. And so I was kind of intimidated by you guys just because your your time in service. You know what I mean? Uh, just because you all had been there and do- been tag champs and stuff. And I was just the roadie. Um, and y'all were ribbing people and gluing people's cowboy hats, or they did that no, to y'all. No, like it, it all, our hats. We yeah. were ribbing no one. We got blamed for all oh, the Oh, okay, okay. Why our hats got glued to our heads. <laughs> yeah, I remember all that, and I thought, I'm just going to stay back from all, all that going on. Um, I don't rib, and I don't want to be ribbed. Of course, I yeah. ribbed and, and got ribbed a million times. But uh, I, it was it was weird. So, so wasn't weird it was just like uh, i was uncomfortable around you guys because you guys had been there for a while um ryan is there a question we can yeah, ask Billy, him? what were your <laughs> memories the first time you met dog in that oh, situation so one. he was a scared little puppy dog looking up to you guys what did you think looking at him i mean it was the same thing we hadn't been you know we were there but we were still young we didn't know anything I mean, like I said, when they hired us at WWE, I have no idea why they did that. (laughs) I honestly don't. Because we really hadn't done anything. We were still green as grass. We literally went to a show just to go to a show. And Dave, because um, um, Blackjack had hooked it up to meet with Dave Hebner. He said, just go introduce yourself. They'll let you, you know, give you tickets. Go sit in the stand and just enjoy the and see what the upper echelon does. So we did that. They, and of course, <laughs> of course, we bought every new outfit. We were, we were, 
Dick Garth down. Brooks from head to toe. New hats, <laughs> new shirts, new boots, new t- like we went deck to the hilt. Yeah. And um and we went to the show, introduced ourselves. They said, Hey, thanks for coming. You guys here's some tickets, go, you know, enjoy yourself, watch. So we went and watched, and then they asked us to come to a tryout. And we did the tryout. They and we followed the I think the best thing for us is we followed direction. They said we don't need to see in like we didn't do anything cool anyway because we didn't yeah. know anything. <laughs> yeah. We just we just did personality out the yin yang. We woohoo, you know, ropes and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I could do, do some rope tricks. So I did some rope <laughs> tricks and we had to try out. And then we went home and got a letter that said, Hey, thanks for coming, but right now we're not looking for any talent right now. And we went, Oh, that's cool. You know, we don't know yeah, anything. Yeah. So we just went, Hey, thanks for the opportunity. We were in front of a crowd. Yeah, it was cool, right? It was a great opportunity. Yeah, it was a, a, that and that was good for me. Yeah. And so, now look, I feel like nowadays somebody would look at that as discouraging. Instead yeah. of like, oh man, what a great opportunity we just had. My our foot is our toes are still in the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, I, got they, to, I got to wrestle in front of a WWF crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like, crazy. That was cool. And then they sent us the letter. I had called Dave Hebner just to thank him for doing everything that he did, and he I thought he was mad at me, and he hung up the phone. And he goes, and then about fifteen minutes later, he calls me back and he goes, okay, you guys are coming to our next taping again. And I went, hold on a second. No, no, no. I was just like, I'm not complaining. I'm just thinking. He goes, no. He goes, I heard of that. No, that was a mistake. So somehow the wires got, they wanted us to come back. Yeah. So we came back. We had another trial. The funniest thing, we walk, like we get done with our tryout. And I guess all the stars were aligned. Jupiter was in the right. Yeah. And Uranus. Yes. And, and, and Pluto was in sight. So that's kind yes. of a good thing, I guess. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Vince's office and Vince and um, JJ Dillon were still there. And he looks at us and he goes, Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Vince McMahon. And I went, cool. I don't have any idea who you are. Um, <laughs> and um, JJ and they go, Hey, we'd like to offer you a contract. We'll send it to you. Um, have a lawyer look it over, get back to us, let us know what you think. And I looked at Vince and I said, well, I have a job. Like, do I do this on the weekend? Like, is this a weekend? <laughs> you asked, did you really ask Vince that? I swear to God. <laughs> I did. Like, this, Bless is how, your heart. this is how, yes. This is how, I don't know any of the back. Cause like I said, I wasn't a wrestling fan. Yeah. I what did, oh, I did, I that was, was my next just, question was going to Yeah, be. I learned that the hard way, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't know how any of this goes. I just figured, hey, I've been doing it all the weekends. I guess they're going to hire me <laughs> to do it on the weekends. And Vince laughed. He did the old Vince. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he goes, no, I think you'll be all right. Not knowing <laughs> that, you know, I'm going to have a 30-year career. But yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, Vince knows talent. So they sent us a contract and it said, hey, we're going to work, you know, 12 days, 12 days a year. We're guaranteed and we're going to, you know, it's like a hundred grand or something like that. And I literally, I went, yeah, like is that all at once. A <laughs> hundred grand a year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's like there must have like added a zero. Yeah, so this is 30 years ago, too. Yes. And so. They did it. We looked it over, and I thought about it for about 3.2 <laughs> seconds. 
and sent it back. And little did I know the first year I worked, it was 300 days. The next year I worked with 320 days. And I said, what, what happened to the 12 days? No, no, no. Like, they just guaranteed what? you. They just guaranteed you the 12. They didn't. Oh, but it was, yeah, that was my rest. And then, you know, luckily for us, they put us with the head shrinkers for a year when we got there. And probably the most underrated two guys, Sam and um, Oh, Junior. yeah. They were amazing. And they did, they, like, I have the utmost respect for because they, of course, when we first got there and learned we were working them, they all, we went in there and they looked at us and then wouldn't talk to us at all. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's how it is. That's how you do. And then they just came and they, luckily for us, they kind of let us lead the way, knowing that it was all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could learn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's it. It was a learning experience for three months. It was brutal. Like, because then I was young and I could go really fast and I wanted to show everybody how athletic I was and how high I could jump and all yeah. the stuff I could do. And they just let us go. And it was brutal. And then they went, okay, do you have that out of your system now? And I went, I guess. Am I by the way, wrong? by the way, no, he does not have, now he's just, 30 years older and still th- wants to show you how high he can jump and how <laughs> it's pretty it. high and pretty fast. Yes, it yeah, is. But just, it's, it's learn on the go. They let us do that. Then they went, okay, we're going to do the same thing, but do it this way. And, and like that. And it was like, it was amazing. Yeah. The first time we did it. And I walked back, I said, well, that's like, the thing is, is what you pray that some younger guy you're either working with or coaching or whatever, you pray that they come back in that light bulb's on and they yeah. go, oh, my God, that was perfect. We, we could have done this. And, and you go like, oh, thank you. They see the light. Uh, but sometimes you don't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I did. I literally went, well, could you not have told us this? From the start? <laughs> <laughs> and they went. They went no because you would have never. It would have never yeah. clicked. Yeah. It never would have. If we tell you what to do and you just go through the motions, yeah. then what are you learning? Learning, learning what not to do is very important too. <laughs> the best. Yeah. It is the best. So yeah, but by the time we got everything clicking, it was amazing, and it was. You know. Hey, what about enough about Bart? What about when you met me and when we were going to team up and all that? I figured I figured my life was over. My wrestling career, <laughs> my wrestling career had, had run its course. Yeah, you had um, a good run. I had a good run. Yep. They could put me with this guy that doesn't even know what a gym is, except Mm-mm. for like his next door neighbor's name. Jim's Bar and Grill. <laughs> and, and, I went, and I went, oh, this is awful. Oh, good. No, no. I mean, you talked about it and it's right on point for what we were doing. We were, you know, like like we were opening the show, working each other. And it was like a funny thing. He goes, OK, whoever gets the biggest pop, you know, goes over. Like we have that. Like Nobody cared about us at all. <laughs> nobody cared who won, who lost. No, the agents didn't care. So I would walk out and get maybe two chirps. He would walk out and get four. He'd step in the ring. I'd stick my hands between my legs, hit me with his finish. And we're like, that, <laughs> it was that quick. That, that like, okay. it. It was so um, no, and then we just, you know, we were both on a on a road to nowhere, like, and then we just kind of went, well, what about, like, in the minute, and I mean, people ask me this all the time, what was, like, what it, was it, like, I have no idea. It was just from the start when we got put together, I think some of it was we had nothing to lose, so let's just put it all out there. <laughs> That's a great way to look at it. Do what, let's do what we do, because now – 
I get to play a personality that I've always wanted to be because I'm like, yes, I'm a cowboy and I'm very low keyed in that sense. But let me be somebody else. Let me be the one that everybody like hates or loves or women want to be whatever, whatever. And then him get to talk and he's so good at it. So we put it together and we go, hey, I got an idea. Let's just entertain each other. Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of how it was. He would go to his little kiosk store and Jay and buy us <laughs> some shirts and we'd wear them. And, and we were having so much fun together. And we just, just like we didn't really even have to talk to each other. We were that in tune. And I have no idea why. Yeah, I, it's, it, I, really I, I can't articulate it either because it is something that's uh, it's uh, paranormal. Whoa. No, no, no. no. Let's not go there yet. Ryan, I just wanted to mention this. Just bring it up. Here it comes. I wanted, I pitched this to the WWE too, on the WWE Network to have the paranormal outlaws and have me and Billy be ghost hunters um, because we're both terrified of the paranormal. And I think it would be hilarious to see, is this Stranger Things or is this Dexter Loomis's music? (laughs) The paranormal activity. Oh, my really? Bad. You don't like ghosts? But he's not. He's not a fan. I will turn this computer off if you. Do that. <laughs> I, I am. I am no way. So, so having that. I literally almost just passed out because I laughed and I'm so fast. But, but having here, just hearing him say that, that's the plug for the show. I just spit right in the camera too. I'm excited, guys. I, that's no. the plug for the whole show. Is him saying, "I will turn this." camera <laughs> and they might get on me yeah he thinks me, they'll get on you and go home with you and and we've got some friends uh a, a mutual friends that agree with that and then that didn't help him any with the uh with the uh with the doing the show so let's get back to new age outlaws i well, wanted to I, ask the question oh, okay you, go ahead right i thought you were going to lose track if you're on oh track, no I'm on, I'm on i'm on i'm on like neck yeah. bone i've been Let looking go, forward Ryan. to this this will be a one in a lifetime <laughs> yeah yeah this will be the one i don't forget anything on too late billy we became the new age outlaws i loved your analogy about nothing to lose because i think that may may be it in a nutshell and this is me in a nutshell like let me out of this huge nutshell um but so the <laughs> Sorry. So they put us together. Shame. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Billy hangs his head. But you know what? Me and you didn't, Ryan. I mean, I realize it's because you're high, but I, you know, I'm here too. Hey, um, so, so Billy, they put us together. Did you realize, and I didn't realize this, uh, because one, I don't go back and watch my stuff enough, because when I do, I mark out on myself. Uh, you two, you're pretty good too, Billy. Um, but, but, uh, now I did forget about what I was talking about. I took, I took here we go. All right. On track. Yeah. New age so, so, yeah, they put us together. Did you realize that we did all that in like four months? Like we no. were, we were, we were the new age outlaws. We beat LOD. We were in a main event, main or not main event, but mania story with Terry and, uh, and, and Mick. We joined DX. We did all of this literally in like three months. And it, to me, it felt like it was like four years. You know what I mean? I don't know. But when we went yeah. back into it, it was like, holy mackerel. Is that how it seemed to you also? Yeah. It just, it didn't. Yeah. It just seemed like that didn't happen that fast. Yeah. Because like, it just seemed 
Like we were just having fun and it was good. (laughs) And we finally got, we're getting TV time and people were buying into what we were doing. And we had no no idea why. Like, (laughs) why is everybody jumping on board so fast? And I think it's all because we were like, this is like, so uh, me and him are two different people. Like, I mean, we are two different people, but when we are together, it is insane how good we are. Like we, we feed off of each other and neither one of us has an ego of what wanting to outdo the other. We were always very good at doing what each other did well. And when you take that and you put it together and we're not trying to, because there was no part of this ever did I want to talk. So I, because one, if he's so good at it, what do I need to do it for? (laughs) So I never had that, that thing that goes, Hey, do you think I could talk once in a while? It's like, it's like uh, in Ricky Bobby. Once in a while. (laughs) We were never fighting each other. We never fought each other over anything. We were just, the only thing we fought over is who could outdo each other, making each other laugh. (laughs) And when people saw that, they just literally went, I'm in. Like, how do I, how do I join that group? Yeah. We look, we talked about it. Um, and I don't know it was a, a week back or a few weeks back about tag teams. Um, excuse me. We talked about Mount Rushmore of tag teams. And, and when we talked about the tag teams, we talked about the dynamic, uh, that, that kind of needs to be there. And, and, you know, look, they say opposites attract. I believe Paul Abdul actually wrote a very catchy song about it, but, uh, but uh, me and Billy are, are two opposite dudes. And we, and we, uh, I want to. I'm going to say. I'm going to say attracted. I'm going to say. I'm going to say we were attracted to one another, and I don't mean it in any weird way, and I don't want you to take it in any weird way. But if I were to swing for the other team, it would be with Billy. Just know that. Um, Now that I've said all that, uh, just once. Once in college, I tried it. I needed the money. Um, No, but so we, we we did. We hit that all. We we gelled beautifully together. It happened all so fast. Like e- even when we went back through it, like I said, and Billy, you said the same thing. Man, it doesn't seem like it, dude. Three months, three months. We were the tag champs. We were in DX. We were. It was just like, yeah, what, I have what in the like world is going on? Buzz me on social media all the time and ask me about things, and I have to go back and watch them. And I go, yeah. when did I do that? <laughs> okay, good. It's that? not just me. Like, like the because a lot of people would ask about the the eight man that we had in one of those pay per views where um, Austin chucks that trash can. Oh yeah, yeah. Ring, and they go, "Hey, how did you guys call that spot? Did you call it in the back of it? <laughs> no, we're not good. You, you know, can't good. you can't you know, call a spot like that. No, uh, they might today, but they'll end up throwing it over their head or something. And I you went know. back and I looked at it. and I went, "Wow, that was pretty good. It was perfect." Like like we did so much stuff just like on the so, fly. You know what I yeah, mean? Like you're oh, just yeah. paying attention but, to everybody and you got to know everybody's job and where everybody knowing how to work when yeah. you look around and it's, and it's being in tune with the people. So the people I feel were kind of dropping up just a little bit and we, none of us ever wanted that. Yeah. So it was like, we looked at each other. <laughs> you just came in for like a breakup. Going. And I just, <laughs> as soon as he got back up, I slid in, I took this thing 20 feet across the thing. <laughs> Popped upside down, and it's but that's knowing how to work and know what's going on around you instead of being so focused on you know hey how do I have a five star match so the the internet won't bury me yeah 
Yeah. So as someone who wasn't a wrestling fan, how did you pick up that knowledge and experience and, and the ability to work like that? Because having that fine-tuned acumen and skill isn't something that comes easy. No, because I was around a lot of people that were really good, that were way better than I was. And I listened. I'm a big listener and taking in as much knowledge as possible. Yes, it all doesn't work. What it doesn't like if it's not going to work for me, it's not that I just tune it out. I shift. I take it all in and then start just kind of letting things go that I know won't work for me. Yeah. But I'm willing to try anything. I'm I'll be the first to fall on my face and go, well, that didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then you just don't do that again. You know what I mean? But that's not, that's today. It's like, oh, botcha mania. Yeah, really? Are you a wrestler? You're going to bring up some spots. It's all trial and error. And it's it's being willing to take those chances and go, hey, I didn't hit it out of the park. I didn't even hit it, actually. (laughs) But it's okay because that's how you learn, especially in wrestling. If If you're not willing to put it out there, then you'll never, never get anywhere, in my opinion, because everything we do is on, is just what's what sticks to the wall yeah look everybody can do every what the things everybody else does what am i gonna do that's gonna that's gonna make you remember me what am i gonna do to stand out and i'm not the the cookie cutter like everybody else is i'm gonna put braids in my hair for you i'm gonna tie my shirt up in the front you know what i mean and have my little tidies on and 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 that's it's standing out, right? It's and look, as far as information goes, like knowledge is king. So if I have knowledge to give you, you take it all and you keep what you need and leave the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the that's exactly. the key. And look, I think that does come with in in everybody's defense, Waldorf. It comes. <laughs> which one am I? I'm uh, Statler. Uh, so in their defense, crap. What were we talking about? <laughs> Oh, did it, Ryan? I got. I mean, you got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good one too. Take what you need and you leave the rest. Yeah, let's just leave it there, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to cut you off and take a good time. Okay. We talked about knowledge being power, so let's take some time to let our audience get some knowledge about saving uh, money on their monthly mortgage payments. Listen how they could save with Conrad, and we'll come back and continue this chat between Billy, Billy and Brian. I got three words for you: save with Conrad. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender, savewithconrad.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, we're All back. Right, we're back. We got Billy Gunn. <laughs> we got the road dog. All right, Kesson. I'm just going to stay quiet and let you two keep chatting. The New Age Outlaws ride again, and we are we riding? Are we ever riding? So they put us together. They uh, all really quick, really quick. We climbed to the top of the mountain. I don't know, and this is, this is some stuff I've been uh, digging into a little bit with the researchers and, and kind of 
did did you think they knew Sean was going to have back surgery, and that's why we added? That's why they added us to that, or do you think they added us to that to uh, to DX? That is to to take some bumps for them, or what? What, what is your take on? And I kind of said all of the above, by the way. But what was your take on why they grabbed us? So I don't think, like, like for me personally, I didn't know anything that was going on anywhere except what we were doing. Yeah, we were like, this is going to be a little braggadocious. I love your big word. That's a that's a five dollar word. Um, but it was because we were hot, (laughs) like we were we were over, like, and that, like, I just and I. Like I said, I don't know why, because it happened so fast, but we were like it, like we were parallel with DX anyway. Like we were just as entertaining. Could they add us to take bumps? Yeah, because that's what me and Brian did every single night. Like at the end of the shows or whenever, we would just run to the ring and take everybody's stuff. <laughs> Because, Whether they knew it was coming or not, yeah, you just slide in the yeah. ring and go, duck one, we stunner. Were, <laughs> we, were true, we were true heels, and we felt like, hey, how much? where can we have the most fun? Well, we'll just go bombard people and start taking everybody's <laughs> stuff, and they can just pick up where they left off after they just bounced us around. Because I don't know why, but we just had this thing of doing that all the time because it would literally make us laugh so hard. And we and were we always were, properly staggered in timing because Billy – is like grease lightning, and I was uh, well, like he said, I I didn't know what a gym looked like. You were more like a greased pig. <laughs> I was more like a yeah, a greased. <laughs> oh man, I just got a new pig. I'll send you some pictures, Billy. Little yeah, baby. No, I know you did. I've uh, already seen it. Oh, okay. With the two dogs. Okay, yes, good. Got, got okay, good. So, dogs. so, so they added us because you think we at we were added value, like we were. We were. I yeah. think. I think they. It was not a thing that they wanted to, and I don't mean mean this like it probably is going to sound, but they didn't want to compete with us because, like, it just to me it was a like it was a no brainer. Yeah. It really was. It was just hey, and and just not that it's a good thing, but if he's if Sean has to go, then how do you keep this alive? Yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. Put the guys that are just as over as we are. And just as entertaining, and we can still be even more entertaining and better all together. Yeah, yeah. It, look, I think better as a as a unit, that's for sure. And uh, speaking yeah. of units and packages, blue. No, sorry, sorry. We're, we're not doing a we're dog. not doing a blue chew commercial there. Okay, no, sorry. I just wanted to talk about your package, Billy. Yeah, um, so, so I, look, I don't disagree with any of that. I think it's and the the way to find out is just say, hey, Sean. And I haven't never done that, so, <laughs> so I could probably do that. Look, I, yeah, that's probably the easiest way to stop all the speculation. <laughs> yeah, that. but the speculation is more fun, I think, yes. than knowing. It's my story. Yeah, I'm gonna tell it. Get to put ourselves over more. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell this damn story how I want to. Um, but so we did. We look. I agree. We added value, um, but I wouldn't have wanted to compete against them either because they were kind of doing. The same, I mean, they were getting a little nastier and than we were allowed to. That was for sure. And and I thought that was cool at the time because I was a friggin' raving lunatic and alcoholic and drug addict. But but I thought that was cool and attractive. So I didn't want to compete with them either, to, to Billy's point about the, the no-compete clause. Uh, but I'm glad they joined us together. The rest is history. We're stinking Hall of Famers now. But, Billy, what what do you remember about, like, the first time we ever stayed in a hotel room together? Well, we decided that, hey, 
let's travel this one time, see how the you know, see how we are out because we know how we are in the in ring. the ring, and we know we know what we're doing. So let's let's take it outside. Let's see where this relationship can really yeah. go. Yeah, and that means we're going to stay in the same hotel room. We're going to save a little money. We'll get up. I'll go to the gym, and you'll do whatever it is that you do, and we'll see <laughs> how this works. Nor usually I would just walk around the parking lot and smoke a joint. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, no, no, no. I'm going to stay out here. You go in there. I'll be out here. When I get yeah. There. I would drop you off at the gym sometimes. So, so we go in this hotel. We check in. We all go to sleep. Well, one of us goes to sleep. And then the other one, which is me, wakes up in the middle of the night to see his partner being in the air conditioner. <laughs> the toilet was so far away. It was like this room was like a, yeah. it was like you a, had to a roll suite. On the other side was the bathroom. <laughs> roll on the other side is the air conditioner. <laughs> it was, look, if I rolled the one way to pee, I would have peed on you. So they what I was trying to humidifier up at the front desk, he was trying to <laughs> so that was our first uh, and, cry. Our first and only rooming together. I went, yeah, ah, this might not be a thing. Let's just <laughs> yeah. let's keep it all in the ring. Hey, and tr- truth be told, and and look, I can't tell you how much I love you enough. <laughs> and that's just a true story. That's just how I feel in my heart. I got I you know, look the other day we did a we did a, a panel and the guy we played the dating game. And thank God they never got to mine because I couldn't have followed Billy. They asked Billy all these personal questions about me for real. And he literally nailed them all. And I thought, like, I don't know if he was guessing. I don't know if he remembers stuff. But he nailed it all. And I was just like, man, uh, he really does care about me. But but I didn't realize that until I was like 10 years sober and we've had some conversations. And, and I say this often, Billy, me and you grew up together. And I know yeah. you and Bart did, too, in a way, and you and, and me did. But Wyatt Earp's my friend. Hell, I got lots of friends, Doc. I don't. You know what I mean? That's that's where I'm at. I got few friends, and you're one of them. Through, like we went through something, and and I tell people this all the time. Like I'm I'm the same. I'm a recovering addict, alcoholic, everything you can imagine. But they ask me, do I have regrets about that? In a sense, no, because. What what I did then has gotten me to the place that I am today. Amen. And I am amazing. Yeah. Like, I feel if I don't go through that really hard, crappy, ruining everything in my life, <laughs> that, yeah. I could possibly, that I could possibly ruin. Because my story isn't that much different than Brian's. Because I ruined everything. And it took me just as long to to get all those relationships back in order as it did Brian. So I think the stuff that me and you went through, people don't go through, Yeah. but we've like, even through those times. And then when you got sober and I decided to wait a little longer before to do what you did. You didn't wait too much longer though. No, but it was, it was never, it was never judgment. It was just, Hey, if you need me, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not like, he's clean. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to coddle you in any way, but if you need me, I'm here. And and I feel we've always been there for each other and we know what each other has gone through. And we've, 
we're at a point in our lives where we're, I'm so good. Like I can't even say it enough. My yeah. life is so good now, but if it wasn't for that, I don't think my life would be as good as it, as it is. Yeah. That's a, that's because a, I know, cause I know how bad it can be. God. Yeah. That's a, look, that's a victory speech, man. That's a, that's a survivor. And because you're right, not everybody goes through that. But even those that go through it don't have somebody that they really care about go through it with them. And so that's what's been really cool about our dynamic. But we talked earlier about the dynamic between the tag team. And and you're right. Uh, we didn't say stuff. We just knew where everybody was going to be and where you were going to be and where I was going to be. And we didn't have to talk a lot. Um, but then, then we found out, like, oh, we are very different. Maybe you should ride with people that go to the gym a lot, and I'll ride with people that smoke weed and don't go to the gym a lot. And then we'll meet at the building and come up with go yeah. go through our stuff. And so that it went that way for a while. But you fast forward to right now, I could not imagine. I can imagine getting my own room when you getting your own room, but I could not imagine not riding with you now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just can't fathom, couldn't fathom that today. Yeah, no, me neither. I mean, it's just it's just where we're at. I Maybe mean, we should get around. Like, when we do stuff together, it's uh, like it's still it's amazing. Like it's people, magic. We, we can't like we can't get people to get away from us. <laughs> but that's just us. Like that's what we do. I make uh, fun of him. He makes fun of me. We yeah. have fun. We make sure we still we're such people people and <laughs> want to make sure that it's like the it's a new age outlaw experience yes so this like, is the behavior we would see every weekend if you guys are doing a signing just seeing you oh guys interacting no. like oh this. yes, yes. this is kind of like dialed down just because i don't really <laughs> want to be like out out of control on your show <laughs> yeah like we're even more and it's and it's a lot of fun because we're still we still want people to never walk away from us going well that was a disappointment yeah like exactly that, that will never and has never happened since we got back together on these on these fiction yeah but since we got back together on these uh comic cons and these autograph signings and everything we have literally talked about the new age outlaw experience because we we, look it's it's my opportunity it's billy's opportunity for that day to touch somebody in an appropriate way billy get your mind out of the gutter not like your uncle used to do to touch somebody emotionally or to leave them, like Billy said, walking away going, oh, my God, that was those guys are freaking crazy or those guys are whatever. As long as they walk yeah. away talking about us, yes. we're good to go. Yeah. And, we, and we've always been that way. And I think it was the reason for our success. Ryan, we're at probably 52 minutes in. How are we looking on time? And we're looking why great. am I, I talking wanna, like Jim Carrey? I mean, I wanna, uh, Harry, Harry Carrey. Carrey. <laughs> I, wa- I want to know more about these times you spend together on the weekends. When you're at these signings and conventions, who is it that you end up walking in and are happy to see? Obviously, you get to see a lot of teams and wrestlers and people. Vernon from past. G. Wells. Yes. The, the, we went in. Remember Vernon no, I mean, G. Wells? Wrestling people. Yeah. Like, I want to see all <laughs> That's a great point, but you know who Vernon G. Wells is Ryan. Uh, they all want to see. No, he's uh, no. no, no, that's uh, somebody else. G. Wells. H. G. Wells. <laughs> Vernon G. Wells was uh, in the original Mad Max. He was the original Psycho with the Mohawk, awesome. and he was also in uh, Weird Science. Uh, you know what I mean? A cameo in Weird Science. He was in a bunch of stuff, but we walked in and saw him. Like we saw him. We saw Flash. Uh, he said every one of us, well, we saw him, like we take pictures with these people. Um, who did we see recently that we, somebody, 
I remember one of the conventions I was at when when Carol Spinney, the voice of Big Bird, was signing, <laughs> and you heard him at his desk signing autographs. And this is old, like you know, man. And then you, but you hear the voice, and you're like, "What the heck's going on? Big Bird's talking over yeah. there." <laughs> yeah, and it's just some old dude. Yeah, yeah. All the wrestling people at these conventions want to see us. We don't. We just do our thing. Yeah. We just do our uh, thing. Oh yeah. They all want to come see us for sure because they're like, oh my god, what are they doing over there? Especially if the kids are with, are with Billy, then they will not. Uh, <laughs> well, one of them will not, and we'll talk to him momentarily. Yeah, will not let it. Will not let you be un, unnoticed. Yeah. Um, and that's a good thing. Ryan, where are we at? We've talked about New Age Outlaws. Billy, talking about your guys' relationship uh, as a team and you guys being opposite personalities, you've always been so much more regimented and task-oriented. Did you find it difficult to keep Dog focused as a, in your team? <laughs> no, because I because that would, like, wrestling-wise, I'm very controlling. I, I Really? Controlling... <laughs> is what I mean is like, I have to know what everybody's doing. I, it's just a thing with me. I have to know where everybody's at. It's not, Hey, I'm going to run a spot with this guy. I'll be over here talking. Yeah. And you guys figure out what you want to do. It's a good problem we'll, to have, by the way. And then, and then we'll all just meet out there and do No, I'm, I'm very, very, I have to know everything that's going on. And hence to this day, it drives my kids nuts. Um, but it's, but it just lets me, because We've all been out there and things go awry, but I never panic because I know what's happening. <laughs> like I never panic. And then you have to have somebody that can get us back on track. And yes, we're all good enough to get back on track, but sometimes it's good to have somebody that gets right here right now and gets us back on track. Yeah. And look, a lot of people use the word ring general today. Uh, they throw that around because there's not very many <laughs> these days, but it's, but for Billy, He's right. He was the loudest and he would and, and sometimes when there's more than one of you and there always was in our tag match, we always had people on the other side and a referee. You need one voice. You know what I mean? Is that your dog, Ryan? Yes. Right. Billy, his dog does agility training and he like runs him through those tubes and jumps over stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. His dog is like his dog is like canine Billy Gunn. Six of them and none of them do that. Yeah, mine just lay on my pillow at night. So I got hair in my eyeball. Um, That was weird and too much information. No, I'm never like I'm never told. I know he knows what he's doing. Even if he doesn't know what he's doing, he'll it'll happen anyway. It's there was never like I need to keep him on track or I need to go to him and make sure he's got his stuff. Like, no, that's not, that's not what we do. That is, that is. And, it, no and you would only holler if like, well, you hollered a lot, but you were, you're a hollerer. And I didn't know that at first. So there yeah. came a time and I've told so, this story on here too, where I said, Hey man, hey man, quit talking to me that way, bro. Or <laughs> it did hurt my feelings. And you were like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it made me, it made me think like, Oh, he doesn't mean it that way. I'm taking it that way. And that's wrong for me. You know what I mean? So I, it made me go like, okay. And so, yeah, look, you need that one clear voice if things get off track. And and Billy was it. You know what I mean? He would, And it didn't matter. Look, it doesn't matter. If you got a bunch of big dudes running at each other, uh, going to hit each other and drop each other, communication is key. I don't care if the person in 29 double D up top hears up top here's uh him call the spot or whatever communication is key i need to know what you're doing you need to know what i'm doing and if we're all on the same sheet of music uh what can happen it's just live tv and 
250-pound men hurling themselves at each other. Exactly. <laughs> hey, so we're I want to I want to change change strides here from outlaws and that's all cool, but we have covered a lot of that. Um, I got your take on on some serious questions that I, I wanted to get your take on. I want to talk now about what you're doing now. I want to kind of transition into uh, we've talked about your headspace. Um, we've talked about uh, well, we didn't talk about it. Nobody needs to your friggin' body and the shape you're in. Um, but working with your children now, I, I touched on this at the beginning of the show. I thought about this driving up here and I just started crying. Um, but what you're doing now, man, is is more than than the work. You know what I mean? Now it's real life experiences with your children. And very few people get to uh, do that. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's so cool for you get to do that with your children. And I just kind of want to hear your uh, your take on it. You know what I mean? So, you know, the the thing with the boys was they like our deal was always, hey, you have to graduate college. Then you can do whatever you want. I'll help you do whatever you want. You don't graduate college because, yes, that's very contradictive of me because I didn't finish college. But times are different. I need them to be able, if they do do this job, to have something to fall back on and not rely on it and have to, you know, because nowadays I just don't feel people are going to have 30 year careers. They're just doing yeah. too much crazy stuff. Yeah. But um, Austin was the first one. I mean, he literally went from like the head Dean handing him his diploma from there <laughs> to the stands and handed it to me and went, okay, I'm good. And I went, good for what he goes. Well, I did my part. And well, stop it. Stop by the ring on the way home, I guess. <laughs> um, but I've, I've been hands on with both the boys. Austin was the first one. He did a stint in ROH um, just because he wanted to try to do something on his own. It, it didn't work out. So he came. I was, um, I happened to be one of the first ones to get hired with AEW as head coach and talent if they needed me. Um, and then it didn't work out for ROH for Austin. So he came to like none of, he said, nope, I don't want your help. I'm going to go. And he asked Tony and Cody was um, still head of it. If he could have a tryout and have a look. Um, so he came in, did a tryout. We did the thing and they hired him. They liked him. Um, if, if you could build a wrestling person, like on your computer, you would build Austin because he is athletic personality, charisma, energy, holy cow. Yeah. He needs everything. Then my, and then Colton, my smart one. No, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was living out in California, out where I'm at. Um, he went to Rikishi's school because he went, you know what? Not, and I don't think it was a, a, just because me and Austin were doing this, but he didn't want to look back and go, gosh, I wish I would have tried this. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to have that kind of regret hanging over my life because Colton had his life figured out until he was about 70. It was all, <laughs> he's that one. He's, he, Austin is exactly like me, plans for nothing and hopes that it all works out. And Colton plans everything. So this threw a little bit of rent, uh, wrench in his plans because he, you know, he went to Rikishi school without asking or anything. He just wanted to make sure he went in there. Rikishi, of course, was open arm. He went in there and messed around a little bit and goes, hey, I want to try. So I said, well, if you do this, he was living out here. I said, you have to come home. I'm not going to do anything different with you than I did with Austin. 
So he came, um, moved back to Florida, went to Tyler Breeze and um, Sean Spears school. Um, I would go and watch and everything. And he, you know, although he's very much an analyst when it comes to wrestling and wants to know and figure everything out, he's just different, but that's what makes him so good. And today I get like, I feel like th- th- it irritates them sometimes, but they know what, why I'm doing it is when I work with them out there, I get to give them moment by moment and time in real space of what's happening and what to listen for because they go, dad, please be quiet. <laughs> Stop talking. Like, but they get it. They, yeah. they go, Oh, okay. Because normally when we're learning, like I said, me and Brian were such people person. It really never was about wrestling. We're not very good wrestlers. Yeah. Like in, yeah. We're just not like, in my opinion, he's good. I'm okay. And it gets us by, but we're very much people person. We are, we're, I'm here to entertain the 20,000 here. I don't care if I can wrestle better than you or you wrestle better than me. It doesn't matter to me because I'm going to make sure that 20,000 people remember me because I entertain them and let them have the time of their life. Not because they saw me. Yeah, so you so so you have your five star match. I'm gonna go out here and get over. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just love that Billy said he's good and I'm okay. When Dog would normally be like he's really good. Yeah, and I'm yeah, terrible. yeah, that's, that, that's for both of us. Both of us trying but, to, to uh, tiptoe on each other's feelings. A lot of the times, that's why we're not. People really don't think we're that good of attack. Like not that good of attack, but in that effort because, like, when you look at us, it was more about the entertainment, and we were always. Hey, it's about the people, for yeah. God's sakes. It ain't about me. And and we throw wrestling in because that's what it says on the monitor. <laughs> like, but we're like, there's not a person that does like when you see us, everybody loses their mind because they know they're about to get to interact. Yeah. They're about to be a part of the show. And that's priceless. You can watch wrestling all day. And, and never be a part of it. But when you see us, you're going to be a part of it. It's the same with the boys. It's their, when they're so entertaining yeah. and they don't have to do a bunch of crazy stuff, nor do they need to, because it's not, it's not WrestleMania every time I step in a ring. Right. And it, they don't look, they don't ever have to, you can have a good career and never have to do any of that crazy stuff. I can just catch yeah. you or I can step aside and not catch you. Hint, hint. Um, yeah, but working with them <laughs> and, and being able to be out there and, talk to them while they're doing, especially when this ass boys thing started kicking in. Yeah. Like when that, when that started happening, they're so good at the, the, the letting people marinate. It's sometimes they would work through it. Like they would yeah. not, they're not, they know they're doing it, but when they start wrestling, they stop doing it when you can get so much more out of it. And I would literally just be there going, Hey, stop doing what yes. you're doing. Yeah. Stop for a second. Let them go. Let them yeah. go. Elicit them a go. reaction. Yeah. Because when you stop, they're going to do something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That you can only but do you so much while you're running. Of, if you've already got heat like that, why do you need to do a bunch of stuff that doesn't mean anything? They're right. not going to get louder than they are right now. So it's just letting them kind of be in touch with what's happening around them instead of what's going on in front of them right now is we all, and it's, it's no fault to anybody's. We all do that. I just want to wrestle. That's what I learned. So I just want to do it really fast and really good. Yeah. I don't like, I don't want to take time to let the people get into it. Well, no. Yeah, you do. You want to take some time to let them get into you so that when you are getting beat up, they give a crap when you are 
beating up, they give a crap about that too. So, so yeah, I, so I, I feel like this is a perfect segue. We are talking about the young gentlemen uh, like they're not here. And Ryan, oh. do you have any? Yeah, it's like an infomercial, but yeah. wait, there's more because we're going to bring on and have join us some of the rising stars. That's right. Second generation superstars that we're talking about. Scissor. AEW superstars, <laughs> members of the gun club. They are the ass boys, Austin and Colton Gunn. Oh, Yes. Yeah, you know, you can come oh, on to the, they're getting dressed. <laughs> a protective helmet. I like it. Just which one is, which dangerous. one is, I should put my glasses on so I can tell who's who. Austin coming in. I'm pulling the chair out. Look at, I like it. <laughs> Respect for his elder father. Okay. So, wait, <laughs> you should, you, you need to keep the helmet on because. Knowledge gets dropped around here, dog, and sometimes it'll knock you on your ass. Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, I was going to start with the question to Austin saying that having watched you on the reality show, you're grounded, level-headed, and all of this, but then I see you walk on with yeah. a protective helmet. That's oh, what I'm the biz. Most humble, most guy, humble in guy in the biz, but uh, I'm wearing <laughs> this strictly because Dad and Colton have now made it a priority to protect me at all costs because we were just in Vegas for a week. Yeah. And it chewed me up and spit me out. So this is for protection. Well, what do you want to go into detail about that? I don't think we should. No, right because now. No. the famous thing, I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas, but what happens I, in Vegas I have ends up on the internet for all of us yes. to see. Yes. Yes. I have seen several pictures of you naked already online. Um but those were the ones those Billy sent me. Confidentiality. Yeah, those were, those were, I sent you those in secret, <laughs> bro. Hey, um, so so yeah, yeah, Billy, get out of there. Um, no, so so look, I do want to talk to you guys because I don't, I, I do know your perspective here, getting to work with your old man. But I, I would love to hear, uh, you know, he briefly touched on what you know, what each of your tra training and kind of how you got into it. But now you're there. Now you're signed to a contract, and you're you're busting your hump, and you're getting to do it right beside your dad and beside your brother. How, believe you me, I know how that feels. But I want to hear you guys tell me how how does that feel? You go for it. Oh, okay. I'll start. <laughs> um, Humble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, it's been a crazy whirlwind. Like we've done. I've only been doing this a little over a year and a half, and it's very <laughs> on the job training in front of a million people. And then, but being with my dad and my brother has really made it, you know, and I, wanna, I don't want to say easy by any, yeah. but better and more comforting. And like, I heard my dad over talking a little bit, but he was saying, you know, he's on the outside of the ring, just screaming at yeah, us. So yeah. In the moment, you're like, please stop. I'm trying to focus. But then you're like, oh, wait, actually, yeah. This hey, uh, on the fly coaching. Believe you me, I've been there. Uh, I've been there. And usually he was cussing too. And so I was really, that's when I really thought he was like hot at me because he would, he wasn't, he was just yelling things because he's big and he has large lungs, I guess. Um, at big lungs, so it yeah. takes up because he doesn't have any big anything else. But um, but Blue like you would just scream, Blue Chew Dog D O Double G is your promo code. Um, so so for you, I want to hear from uh from your helmeted brother. Um, what do you think? <laughs> um, I think the same way. It's like when I started, me and Dad were here alone, 
in AEW and I was able to get that experience and just soak up that knowledge. And then what we were just talking about, about screaming on the apron is like, I got to do that first with him. So it was like, <laughs> dad only yelled at me. And I was like, dude, this is insane. Yeah. But I was, so, I was so confident at that time. By the time I got to AEW, I was so confident, like trying to be the ring general in my head and kind of like, okay, now I know what's going on. But then the other ring general, there can be two. So it's like, <laughs> when I knew I was doing my own thing and being very confident. I would, I would argue like, that you're the ring major and he's the yeah, ring general. <laughs> and I wear the helmet. Yes, amen. So it's like when I when dad was yelling at me on the, on the apron, I was like, dude, chill out. I know what I'm doing. Like, why are you yelling at me? And he goes, oh, I don't know. I just like to know what everything that's going on in the ring. And I was like, dude, just trust me. I got it. Let, let me learn on my own. Look, like, it's, I have to fail it's, and I, uh, it's hard enough. To let your children grow up on their own, much less to get in the wrestling ring. And and when you come from a place of such vast experience to not, I guess, scream that at you, <laughs> it would be dereliction of his duties. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, um, I came from a football background and a lacrosse scholarship and everything. So I'm used to being yelled at. And that's the best way that I learn. Yeah. I don't think Colton learns that way and responds well to that. So, like, I think it's really comical yeah. when I'm in the ring now and dad starts yelling at Colton. I think it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Because it's like, it's, it's just Colton getting roasted. And, like, I'm like, yeah, smiling. It's not me for a change. Yeah, exactly. But, it's not but it also sometimes the sentences don't make sense. So I'm like, Go to them. Go to them. I'm like the people. The person. <laughs> hey, so yeah. Hey, okay. so this is this is a Vince McMahon lesson, and you can use this with him. Pronouns. If you talk in pronouns. I got no idea. There's six people out here, and, and a thousand, ten thousand out here. You're saying him. Go to him. Go to them. Go to. And Vince would always yeah. go pronouns, and it. Ticks you off, but it makes you go like, okay, let me make sure everybody understands what I'm saying here because I am using a bunch of pronouns. But yeah, and he's also screaming at you. Um, <laughs> you've seen him. You've seen him text. He talks oh, how he texts. Yes. So it's like, yes. It's like he'll text us randomly. We're here or I'm here, and we go where? Where are you are you guys coming over or not? And I go, well, dude, well, there's no communication. This is crazy. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, don't you just know where he is? Like you're supposed to have some kind of fatherly. GPS. Yeah, something like a honing device or something. Homing? I don't know what I said. I have, uh, Ryan, uh, I don't think, what was the intro for? Uh, the Ass Boys thing. Yeah, it's not Oh, that's not your names? No, that's not cool. Like, oh, my I, God, I, I, Ryan, I that's my fault. Ryan, that's on me. Don't take the heat for that. I thought you guys were digging the Ass Boys Stop. or, and, Stop. and there were something about. Okay, that. I'm not that sure. Like, we love cool. scissoring with the acclaim. Okay. That is awesome. We love that. Okay. Let's promote that. We also love Blue Chew, all four of us. Oh, I know. I got I like being a, referred to as ass boys. I uh, got one right stuck now. in my net throat the other night. I had a yeah, stiff you neck can't for weeks. scissor without Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best show yet, by the way. It's rated R. So, so uh, listening great. to you guys talking about your dad giving the instruction and you saying, I got it. Let me learn for myself. I don't know if you heard him earlier in the show talking about all the youth and youngsters that won't listen to his wisdom and knowledge from the youth's perspective. What do you think of all the old guys who are constantly yeah. getting on all the youth saying they won't listen to us? Great, great question. It's like, you don't know what you're talking about. We got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do, so let me let me ask you this, because, look, that is the way it is. 
and don't act like it ain't because it was exactly the way when they looked at me, Pat Patterson, Jack Lands, all of them looked at me and said, hey, do this, save your money. I thought this old 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 dude don't know what he's talking about. I told Undertaker that, you know what I mean? I had to go back and make amends later. But but like, you don't know me. You don't know what you're. That's how you are in that spot. What's important is, and you just said it out loud, is to say it out loud and then realize how ridiculous it sounds. <laughs> and yeah, you go like, okay, so let me try to let me try to humble myself for a second and 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 listen. Maybe he has a nugget in there somewhere that I could take you know forward going yeah, with me. We'll, we'll always like come up with stuff and put it together, and then we'll go to dad and he'll change it all and be like, that's yeah. not going to work as well yeah. as our stuff. And, <laughs> and it works perfectly. Yeah, sometimes that can be so frustrating. Do, like, so let me ask you this. Is he wrong? No. No, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> right oh. It's like, if you'd let me finish. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, no, but me and Colton like put these things together, and we're still trying to build our – our mind for this business and like see what works and see what doesn't work and fail and fail again and fail again. But then we fortunately have dad out there, but, but me and Colton put together these, these things and we're like, dude, that would be so funny. That's going to, that's going to work so well. And then it goes through the filter of my dad's brain and goes, okay, that's stupid, but I like this part of it. And then he kind of helps us put the puzzle pieces together and we go, that will never work. And then we go out there and it works. And then that happened that's happened so many times that now it's just like, all right, tell me what to be, do. Yeah, that's going to be great. <laughs> Let's not get too excited about it because dad's going to put. The well, well, look, that's look, that's that's we've talked about that on the show as well. That's uh, you take it to somebody else so that they can sound. It's the soundboard effect and they can poke holes in it. And then it makes you re, you know, uh, fill those holes with like logical entertaining whatever and it makes so it makes you more to have holes shot in your stuff makes you more creative uh because you have to be more creative to to get past all that and so that's look that's a good thing i know it's a pain in the butt but it is a good thing and his track record speaks for itself so you got to listen to the old bastard every now and then um he's yeah, not he's still in the room is he? he didn't hear me say that did he no he's not okay hey, thank dad. you hey, dad. Don't, son of a bitch <laughs> Can you guys imagine doing this without him, being that you've had the opportunity to do it pretty much from the beginning? I would be lost. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'd, uh, we'd have to. It's just I think I think we are so fortunate to have such a good coach. And, like, our it's our dad. So yeah. We're so fortunate to have one of the best in the business to ever do it. Like, just con- kind of just helping us and guiding us down this road, I, I think. But I mean, you just have to be coachable and and listen. And I think I heard overheard you guys talking about that. It's like it's amazing how many people don't want to improve or like hear another idea, or they get upset because people are yelling at them or poking holes in their stuff. They always yeah. want to be right. And like this business, it's just if you don't listen and aren't coachable, I've found that you tank really quickly, and people yeah. don't want to help you. Yeah, so well, because. Talk- Look, we talked about that. And go, go, you go up to somebody, you talk to them, you give them some information, you see them the next time they go out. They don't implement any of that information, and you go. Uh, sometimes I wouldn't even go back to them. I'd just go like, okay, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to you anymore. <laughs> and, and sometimes they'll come back, and I'll, and I would go to them if I knew them personally, and go, hey, man, I, I just suggested that. Um, did you not want to try? You know what I mean? At least make communicate. And and talking about that, communicating with a with a coach, is it? Better or worse to you that that great coach you have is your father? You know what I mean. Like, does that does that affect it in any way, good or bad? I guess. 
Uh, I think it was stubborn at first. I was just so, I, I don't think I was stubborn at first. It was just like, damn, am I ever going to be able to just do my own thing? But then <laughs> as time went on, I was like, oh, that works. Now I'm, oh, I just learned that. And I just kept building and building. And now I'm just like, all right, let me just uh, think of some ideas, whatever. And then I'll present them to him. And then he'll teach me uh, why I was thinking kind of the wrong way. He'll, he, he's very understanding now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get on each other's nerves, but at the end of the day, I just want this thing to be as best as possible, and it has to go through him to yeah to, to get that. So, so yeah. are are there? How, how about how, how about you, uh, Colton? Do do you you like having, or is there another person there that you go to for advice? Because it's less, you know what I mean. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Do you always go to him, or is there somebody else that's easier I, to I, communicate I, with? No, I, everything I always run by him. Everything, yeah. but if I'm if there's always there's never too many ideas. Like there's never a bad idea for too many ideas. Yeah. That's, that's a weird way to say that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll go ask other people for promo advice or how they think I should do this. And um, well, yeah, just, I try to keep an open dialogue with everyone because I want everyone to come talk to me and tell me if they liked it or didn't like it. And mm -hmm. if you don't open those relationships, no one's going to come talk to you. Amen. And don't no, let no. your father, don't ever let your father give you any advice when it comes to promo. Just tell <laughs> so, him. Uh, yeah. just tell him no. <laughs> so like you said, he's, he wasn't the talker of your group. So Spears helped us so much with promos. And what feeling to kind of grasp at during this time in the promo or how to how to gauge your audience and, and capture them. So yeah. he's our go to guy for promos. He's, I think he's brilliant at it and he helps me with uh, verbiage and wording when it yeah. comes to how to get. Yeah, yeah he's a smart dude and he's, he's a smart dude and he's been doing this for a while. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's good to go to people like that. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just stopped talking. It was just a Barn Anderson and just Oh yeah. We, we try to take we we don't want to get funneled into thinking like dad's way is the only way. Correct. We love to branch out to we have so many coaches that have been through so much and it's just the available sometimes I do awesome. feel like that is a thing though. They don't want to step on dad's toes. Yeah. So yeah. Not a lot yeah. of people yeah. come to and they go, don't tell dad this, but I think we <laughs> want all the information. Yes. We want, want a different perspective. I think that's the only way to grow sometimes. I, I agree. I agree. You get as much, like I said earlier, man, you, you get what you need and you leave the rest. And, and what works for, look, that's the thing with being an individual talent. I know what I, my way is going to work. Now you can tell me, uh, say I'm writing the show and I, and I want it executed this way. I know that's going to work. Because that's why I did it that way. You may want to change it, and I don't know then that your way is going to work. So, so you have to, you do have to take stuff from everybody, and then go, okay, what's going to work for me? Because I don't want to be another Billy Gunn. I don't want to be another Arn Anderson. I don't want to be another Road Dog. I want to be me. You know what I mean? I want to be Austin Gunn. I want to be Colton Gunn. And so, look, you guys are doing stinking great. Like I, I, I put you over. Um, every time, and it's totally because I'm biased, um, and you're Billy's kids, and I love y'all, and I've seen you from when you're knee high to a grasshopper to now you're on TV every week, and I'm watching you, and and you guys are so entertaining. It's it's uh, it's time for you to get to sink your teeth into something, uh, and, and I think if if he's smart, he'll let you guys. Uh, Take a run after those tag titles for sure. Give you more promo time. Man, the show needs more entertainment. It's got a ton of great wrestling on it. No doubt about it. 
But what I want to be is entertained when I tune in. And that's what you guys bring to the to the uh, table that a lot of other people don't. So how do y'all feel about that? Is that y'all's strong suit, do you believe, the, the entertainment aspect? Look, I'm not taking anything away from your athleticism. Don't get me wrong. You're both so great athletes. Athlete. Okay. We know, we're oh, trust me, we know we have Yeah, yeah I know. And confidence isn't an issue with you either, Austin. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> I told you I'm the humble one. <laughs> yeah, you've been lying since you got on here. Yeah, but um, I, don't want, I don't want people, like you just said, to get it uh, confused that just because we're super entertaining and we can make you laugh that when we get in the ring, we're not going to. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 100%. Look, look, and I think yeah. that's what me and Billy did really well, was we were entertaining. We were bumping. I'd bump and crawl over to him and hug his crotch, and they would come and run my head into his crotch, and I would sell my eye. Like, we did all kind of funny things, but when the heat was on, we were all about business. That's we were all about nasty. stomping a mud hole in you. And and it's cheap, and it's cheating, and it's it's all of that. But you're 100% right, Colton. If you don't go... And, and stomp holes in people and, and beat people up when it's time, the entertainment, there's a ceiling. And if, 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 there's, if you can do both, there's no ceiling. You can go to the moon. You can be a top guy. You can do whatever you want to. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, I, I agree. It's just like I don't want to be a comedy act. I know I'm, I have an over – I have just a crazy personality. I'm full of energy, and I can – but me and Colton, if you look at our track record on TV – uh, when it comes to strictly TV time, we take advantage of every situation, whether Amen. it's make you laugh or whether it's partying in Vegas and just getting a, a minute and a half promo or whether it's when we're the titles are on the line and we need to kick ass and like to turn it up a gear. Like it's just like I think we're checking all the boxes and now Amen. we're in tune with ourselves and now we're we're getting into our characters, which is just ourselves in like real life. Yeah. So we don't have to change anything. It's just amped up to 215 percent. Yeah. But I mean, people are like, yeah, they're entertaining, but they're not ready for it. But our track record shows that we can hang with the best of them. We yeah. just fought FTR and went toe to toe with them. Amen. And it's just like, just, we almost hey, the tech. please remember that those people that are saying, oh, they're entertaining, but they're not ready has never laced up a boot, never took a bump. Oh, exactly. They watch yeah, on yeah. they watch on TV and think they know the deal. So, so let me tell you something. And this is just for me to you. You guys are hitting your stride. You guys are coming into your own. And you can be as entertaining as you want to be right now, because what that lets people know is, hey, these guys are entertaining. Then when you sink your teeth into something, if you get into a storyline with somebody where you're getting heat, like you have in the past uh, with Christian's uh, guys, but but like that's when it's time to get serious. And that's when it's time yeah. to stop the ha ha. And I can still be a jackass. I can still be loud and, and obnoxious. But now the entertainment is toned down and the seriousness. Absolutely. So look, that's what, that's how I feel about promos too, is I can't tell you how to cut a good promo. What you have to do is find the reality of your situation in your storyline and live in that moment when you cut it. Where, where am I? Did, did, did they get heat on us? Did we get heat on them? Are we on top? Are they on top? Where are we in this storyline and in this, this matchup that's about to happen? And then act accordingly. If it's if it's just be entertaining, 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 then do that. But if it's start off entertaining to hook them and then get serious, and now we're about, to, you know what I mean? You you just act accordingly. What is my character doing right now? And that's what go. My my character wouldn't do that. Well, your character shouldn't have a job here. But get me somebody that knows what the flip they're doing. You know what I mean? Get me yeah, somebody in here that just gets it. 
Yeah, me and Colton are really like what I said about being more in tune with each other. We're we're really slowing down and, and listening to the people mm. and, and like are are they mad at us? Are they whatever? What do we need to do to amplify this? And it's just like when we're wrestling and we just need to take a breath and look around and, and just very subtle. We're learning the very subtle things. Amen. Hey, the sun, uh, look at Brad Armstrong. My brother used to say that. And they're the they're the subtleties that aren't subtle at all because if you don't do them, it is so obvious. You know yeah, what I mean that you're absolutely. not taking those little moments. It's just like life. A tag match is just like life. Every now and then you got to stop and go. What's going on around me? You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Where am I at? What am I doing? Because we get so, all of us get so tunnel visioned and getting through the match, getting through life, whatever, and we stop. We don't stop to smell the roses. It's so important in a match to stop and. Take the temperature of the building. You know what I mean? Read the room. The The first line of communication, any kind of communication, is is knowing your audience. And so there's only one way to get to know them, and that's to go out there and do a spot and then introduce yourself. Here I am. Take their temperature, and we go from there. You know what I mean? You guys are so good looking. You look just like Billy. So I would probably, I don't know, how old are y'all? Oh no! Is this, we're not talking about this now. Okay, cool. Um, we didn't hear you. I was literally just looking at myself in the webcam. How did you look? How did you look? Uh, I don't have a tan right now, and I don't have a haircut, or my beard's not trimmed. But yeah, dude, other than that, matter. though, it's crazy. Other than that, just close to perfect. Look, I may not be perfect, but I got to be close, right? <laughs> We're talking life knowledge in AEW with Austin and Colton Gunn of the Gun Club. The ass boys. There you go. Oh, no, no, not the, not the ass boys. I'm sorry. Talking about being mentored and led by their father. And speaking of families, let's take one moment to hear from Goliath Life and how Goliath can help protect and cover you, your family, and your loved ones. And then we'll come back with the gun club and yep. Billy and we'll chat some more. Your dad's not getting any younger guys. Goliath. Psst. Who's going to take care of your family. If something happens to you, what would they do without your income? If you don't have a plan, you need to go to goliathlife.com. Get a quick quote for more than 20 carriers. You don't even have to leave the house. If you need a medical exam, they'll send somebody to your house or office. You're in total control. You pick the rates, you pick the payments, you pick the terms. You're in total control. But it gives you and your family peace of mind. What if something happens to your income? Hurry to GoliathLife.com. Did I just say Billy was going to die soon? (laughs) (laughs) And we're back with uh, hopefully not a death on the podcast. No, no, not during the podcast. Hey, so me and Billy were together a couple weeks ago out in California. And I had to, we talked about this. I had a bad case of vertigo and Billy left the signing, went to the emergency room and sat with me in the emergency room of Ontario, California for hours and hours and sat there. How many hours? It was so many hours. It was probably like four hours that we just sat there and he played Candy Crush and I... Oh, that sounds just like just him. like him, right? And he didn't yeah, pay attention funny. to me. He was just funny. And I was like, "Hey, you're we're and, on and he was ignoring you, wasn't he? Yeah, he doesn't hear it. He's just like, <laughs> you know, he's right there, guys. Y'all can talk <laughs> to him if we're because hey, this is hey, this is an intervention. Hey, I love it when you play Candy Crush, What's man. Up, Bill? <laughs> we love you. Hey, so so go ahead, Ryan. Austin, let me transition from wrestling and move to the E Network reality show. Relatively oh, famous oh, 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 ranch I'm so life. Glad you brought them in here for. It. <laughs> 
Yeah. What do you mean? No. <laughs> For those that haven't seen it, they took the offspring of some celebrities and put them on a ranch to do some work. You're on the show with the daughter of Easy E, the son of Ray Parker Jr., son of Billy Bob Thornton, daughter of Pat Benatar and others. <laughs> I see you all shaking your heads and all these crazy reactions. What was the show like for you? Uh, the show was awesome. I got to dig into uh, dad's old roots of the ranch life. <sighs> Um, no, it was, it was great. I got to live on an 8,000 acre farm for a whole month. No phone, no nothing. Just, just doing dirty chores. I artificially inseminated a cow. Yes. I, I, I originally did that one time. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. artificial. There was a video called Mr. Hands. <laughs> 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 so I got to do that. I was doing every job, and then the the city, the people that lived in LA, the sibling or the the kids that lived in LA, just didn't want to get their hands dirty. And I was like, sign me up for whatever. It doesn't matter. More TV time for me. And uh, I just had a great time. I got to ride horses. I was named Cattle Boss. Got to herd cattle. So everyone on you were the, the show- cattle boss. Yeah. I was the cattle He won like so every, everyone the on the show depended okay. on him to do like every bit of work that was taken on the ranch. So, Billy, when you got to watch it on TV, how proud did it actually make you seeing that your son was representing your family as this well-raised, hardworking kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a work, Billy? Was he working or is that him? No, I, I thought it was I, – I could not – First of all, believe how spoiled some of these kids were. Yeah. Just had to thank my lucky stars that he's not like that. (laughs) Because I would probably hit him. Yeah. 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 Well, he's grown now, Billy. He's grown. You can knock the crap out. You punch him right in the face. Yeah. I'm 17. I'm still not. You're like 46. Hey, so let me say something, Ryan. So, so we've been at a bunch of shows uh, together with, with the with the uh, the A double crooked letter boys, and everybody comes up and talks about Dumb that club. show. And, okay, my bad. I didn't know if we wanted to talk about GUNs. Um, there's little babies watch this show, so I spelt it out. Uh, <laughs> so. We all we heard about was what a good kid he was. Like, oh, he was so he was so respectful. He was so this. He's so that. Like when I'm around him, he's not exactly like that. Uh, but but he's still very still very respectful. And but that's the one thing everybody said. And Billy, that has to make you even more so than him being able to take a good bump and, a, and an entertaining ass whooping. That's got to make you feel better than anything that you kind of made a couple good humans you know what i mean uh anybody can take a freaking hip toss that, that over that to me over outweighs everything like yeah. it's there's not a people that bring them to shows or do shows with them even people at AEW are constantly come up to me and goes hey you have two of the most respectful and that's all i care about. as yeah. long as they're respectful and don't feed into whatever it is that these kids feed into these yeah. days I'm fine with that. Like that's that has never been a thing. I mean, we all were brought up to respect what we do, and they're like that's something I never had to worry about. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple people bring them into signings and stuff, and go, I could not believe how yeah. how good, they, how respectful they are, and yeah. that's 
that above everything means more than Austin, where you brought up too well that you should have punched Billy Bob Thornton's kid and didn't. <laughs> oh, oh boy. I wanted to so bad. And the funny thing is, is after the show, we've become best friends. No way. And uh, yeah, it's just, we just saw him yesterday. I mean, he was an and, agitator. Uh, he called me every day and I'm like, Harry, you can't call me every day. Dude, I have a job. Like I am wrestling. He's like, well, you should always pick up the phone for me. And I'm like, dude, I just got up, done wrestling, traveling, week in Vegas. Like now I'm in LA. It's just like he's like, well, I want to see you, dude. <laughs> Sounds like me and Billy. So, yeah, on the show we bumped heads so much because he knew how to get under my skin, and I was like, dude, I don't want to beat the brakes off this kid and become the villain of the show. That like, kid would have whooped your ass. <laughs> Billy Bob's kid knows jujitsu and he would have stretched. Well, and I didn't want to ruin my chances of meeting Billy Bob. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't. So yeah. I had lunch with Billy Bob and I was like, all right, now I can, now I can beat this off. kid's brains out. Oh no, <laughs> he, he was, he was, he, he was all right. He, he just, he knew what to do too. You know what I mean? He, y'all were good TV. Y'all were good TV together. Well, look, so, Ryan, what, what, what do we got left? Let's bring it back to AEW. Yeah. What's yeah. next for the gun club? Yeah, what do you guys want to do? Who do you want to work with? scissor parties. Yes. <laughs> Give me one. Give me one. Oh, <laughs> how do you do it with three? Sponsored by Blue Chip. <laughs> Sponsored, <laughs> Sponsored by Kindergarten Scissors. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. and rounded at the end yes yes you can run with these um but seriously with three how do you scissor with three you guys just tried to do it it was like a, it was just like a cluster f of phalanges it just works if you're not in the group you just don't realize how well it works oh oh that's on me dog scissor i don't mind i don't mind being the get the left out guy i that's billy's i've been billy's partner my whole career. Yeah, you take the heat. I'll hot tag me. Bing, bang, boom. Um, so, hey, so what What else? We got back to AEW. Hey, I heard, so we talked about uh, WCW invasion and all that on this podcast, but I heard that WWE was driving around like uh, with a truck with uh, in Las Vegas with Cody's picture on it or something. Did you guys hear any of that, or is that wrestling fan making stuff up? I did not hear one thing about. I didn't that. hear one thing about that. Okay. Wasn't made okay. up. There was pictures. I saw the pictures of oh, the really? truck, but I just but doing some advertising and promotion. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, uh, but but it just makes me th- think like, what are we? What, what's like, going uh, on here? Pictures that leaked about my Vegas trip. It's like the same thing with Cody. It's just a bunch of Photoshop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know yours was Photoshop because I've seen you in the shower. Hey, let's get back to the, why you wear the helmet. <laughs> so Ryan. Yeah, I'll come back to track. I got a question us, for Billy. Let's us. talk about your supplement line, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Great you question. landed a supplement line. You, you're a grown man. Hold it up closer. Uh, of a good age, and yet in the best shape of your life that you're repping BPI and the gunpowder. Talk to us about that. Yes. Um, so, BPI, like, Mike um, introduced me to. Who's Mike? Michael Hearn. Thank you. Yeah, it's I'm at his house right now. Yeah, no, I, I knew I knew who he was. I just didn't know Thank if you, Mike. all the Thank viewers you, knew. He's doing cardio right now. He, um, Bodybuilder, American Gladiator. Well, yeah, like as much as it pains me, but he has helped me get get stay where I am today. But um, you know, all the, you know, just working out and stuff. But um, he introduced me to the BPI guys. I had started talking to them. They had mentioned 
you know, if you're in this line of work and you love doing what you do, if you could have a supplement, yeah, you're you're doing something. Yeah. So they had, they approached me about maybe doing a pre workout. We did it. We got it all done, and it is it's amazing. It's real. It's kind of it's really. <laughs> Ryan, really cool. Ryan. So uh, look again. We hear a lot of a lot of feedback from uh, these cons and stuff. Everybody's loving it. Everybody has come up to him and putting it over. I snorted a couple lines of it. It didn't do much for me. I did not feel like I should work out. I felt like I should lay down. You know what I mean? So it, some things affect people differently. I don't know how it works, really. Um, but also, I wonder if we, is there any way we could like get, try some of that and maybe, I don't know, get a free t shirt or is that not a thing going on anymore? They're asking a lot. Just come on, handouts one over here? No, no, no. I, don't, I don't want the shirt. I'm not going to wear that. It's tight in all the wrong places. I'm saying, uh, where the people the could sign case. on and, and get some gunpowder and maybe where a free t shirt. BPISports.com. You um, type in the code Billy15, 15, 15% off your order, um, and they'll ship it anywhere and everywhere. Look like they're that. almost out of it, so we've got to redo it. That's like when that's like when a it's rolling across the bottom of the screen right there. Code Billy15, order now or forever lose your pump. Forever hold your peace. And speaking of getting amped up, speaking of holding my peace, and ready for action, I'm going to need two hands for this bad boy. Yeah, because we've got something else that can help, but this time not in the gym, in the bedroom. So let's just get it on with everybody in everybody, here. Everybody, chime Blue in. Chew it's Blue Chew time. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA like that flag back Blue there Chew. and prepared and shipped direct to Blue your door Chew. in a discreet Blue package. Chew. It's time to get off the Blue couch, Chew. bring it and swing Blue it. Chew. If your tool needs an upgrade, get head hard, to BlueChew.com. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time uh. to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DOG at dog. checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code dog to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank blue chew and the gun club for sponsoring this podcast yeah that was incredible that was incredible sometimes that that, like that was a commercial feeling it right there that felt good right no but he was that somebody's got to stand behind you like this you know what i mean so they know if you're not looking serious Somebody's with you is serious and will yes. take a bite out of your cheek. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was that was intense. That was that was blue chew right there. <laughs> I I think as we come back, let's Billy. What's left on the bucket list for you? You've done it all. You're now doing it with your children. What's left for you? Um, to hit the golf course every day. <laughs> that would be nice. 
Like that, everybody asks me now, like, hey, how is it being retired? I'm like, I'm not retired. I got fired. I just, I don't, I could still be employed. Just nobody will freaking hire me. Um, but he wants to play golf. Look, I get it. I get it. We all do our own thing. I just watched Happy Gilmore. As soon as they get kicked off a little bit more, um, I'm, go- I'm good. Just- yeah. Yeah. And they're good. They're good. They're good. To, they're good to go right now. You're just going to fade into the scenery behind them. What about the trios? Yeah, trios belts. Young Bucks could have it. Say that again. Trios titles. Oh, is there trios belts? They're coming, maybe. Oh, but if there is, is it Freebird rules? Anybody? Just three guys? And all just, three would yeah, be yeah, competing yeah. in the match. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't know. Who there knows? There's two trios matches on Double or oh, Nothing. Oh, yeah, it yeah. seems like it's setting something up. Yeah. Do you think anybody tells us crucial information? That <laughs> hey, no. That, <laughs> but that's, you know what the truth is? That's why me and Billy talk about, like, oh, that day we we went to, you know, uh, invade WCW. I had no idea that was happening. He had no idea. We showed up to work, and we were like, hey, we're getting going over here. And so that's just the way. That's the nature of the beast. You know what I mean? It, it does It does get frustrating being fed crap and kept in the dark like a mushroom. But sometimes I, now that I'm older, I go, yeah, don't tell me. I don't need to know that. <laughs> I don't need to know. Just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Billy Absolutely. Gunn, boys, you got any other pertinent questions, Ryan? I think I, I've just had fun listening to you guys chat away. I, I, and I have too, man. I have too. I want to say to you guys, thank y'all for, look, I know this is y'all's day off. I know. Uh, hey. Titan and Mona. Hey, they Titan. And Mona. Look at the guns on Mona. She yeah. might be a member oh, of the yeah. gun club. Yeah, she's, I'm going to keep my arms under this video. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep mine like this too. I keep, and I do it from, I do it from the shoulders up so you can't see my gut. Yeah. You can't see my gut that there's a, a large coat resting on top of it. Um, <laughs> with a straw, I just bring up. Like, um, but look, you guys are, are busy as crap. Uh, you're literally, like you said, you're in between pay per views and TVs and you're traveling and you're doing everything. And so to come on here uh, with us, we we threw it together at the last minute. I, I do feel like we covered some great stuff. I'd love to have you guys back on again, and we'll kind of go back through and see if we missed anything. But thank you guys so much for being on here. Uh, Billy, I, I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, I love you to the moon. I love you. I always have, and I always will. So proud of your boys. Um, I know you are too, but, but I am. You know what I mean? Just to see them coming up and to see you get to experience that stuff with them is really cool to me. Um, so th- thank y'all for coming on here and just any last thoughts before we sign off. No, you know, it's, we've, we've had a, oh, we've had a hell of a journey and it's been awesome. And I wouldn't change. Amen. None of it, like none of it. Um, now getting to hang out with the boys and work with the boys and watch them grow. It's, it's amazing. And yeah, thanks for having us on your show. I appreciate it. Now maybe you'll be number one. I hope I'm number one this week. Austin Colton. What, what do you guys think? Think about these, these. Hey, so a promo class. Think about these last lines right here. They're your outlines. Yeah. So think about it. it. Ready? Yep. All right. One. Stop calling us ass boys. Okay. Two. Two. Put some respect on our name. Okay. Three. Three. Refer back to number one and two. Oh, <laughs> you went with it. You went with <laughs> all of the above. Yes. <laughs> So that literally is a reference from uh, Barney, Barney Fife on Andy Griffith. 
came in. They they uh, he was walking people through the jail that they had there, the one cell, and he said, "Here at the Rock, there are two basic rules. Rule number one: obey all rules. <laughs> rule rule number two: see rule number one." And so I <laughs> so I, I uh, Ryan, what are you doing, Jam Master Ryan, Jay? that was. Dude, I think I just got electrocuted. And you just messed it all up. <laughs> Remember, hey, I see you. Do all this cool stuff. They just again. Do the Barney Fife bit again. <laughs> no, it's fine. We got the Barney Fife bit out. Um, so yeah, go ahead, guys. So, so, so anything else other than the promo, which I love, by the way. <laughs> I would just say thank you guys very much for having us on and the whole family. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. It means a lot. Yeah. I look, I hope to see you guys again soon. And, uh, and I'm sure, are you guys in Jacksonville? We'll see you. Okay. We will see you. We will see you soon. Jacksonville gun club, Billy Austin, Colton, uh, AEW fame. Thank you guys so much. Uh, y'all have a great rest of your day. Go eat some food that I'll never eat and then go to that place. I'll never go the gym. Have a great day. And thank you guys so much. Bye, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Yeah, Bye. Yeah. Check out Gunpowder at BPI. And, dog, <laughs> next week, man, we're going to be discussing, well, whatever the fans like. Because, dog, oh. we're going to be doing our first Ask Dog Anything. Oh, we're Lord. fans who follow on social media. They're the ones who get to ask the questions. Or uh, is it going to be personal questions? Like, uh... I think they're going to ask about your favorite type of boxers versus briefs and and, and all those kinds of things. Look, I commando is is what I like best. If we're getting, let's let's wait till next week. Let's get free, and we'll see you next week. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at savewithconrad.com.